morning, everybody. We are happy that y'all are here this morning, and uh, we have several guests with us, and we are always privileged to have guests, and we honor that. We want to thank you for being here and choosing us. If you're here for the first time, or, uh, or if you've never filled out one of our guest cards, we would really appreciate if you filled that out and got it to somebody a little bit later in the service. Uh, at the end of the service, you can drop it off at the sound booth or or hand it to me or somebody will be running around. We'd appreciate that. Thanksgiving time. Amazing time. Got a lot to be thankful for. We give you just a few things this last week that some fruit of our ministry. Uh, Monday night is uh, Young Life. That's our high school ministry and Elijah and, and Ben and several others are very involved in that. And uh, the gospel was given and at least seven people came to know, for, know Christ as their Savior. Yeah. Tuesday was Good News Club at Neil Armstrong, and we had another child accept Christ as their Savior. Yeah. I think that's a total of seven at Good News Club. And then Wednesday there was a tragedy in our community. A young boy was uh, hit by a car. Um, he was life-flighted to... Uh, uh, hospital up in St. Pete and uh, put on life support and Thursday he passed. Thursday at Wildlife um, they, the, we were able to talk to kids and do some counseling and uh, we gave the gospel that day. Uh, had about 60 kids in Wildlife and, and uh, about 15 made professions of faith. They were very open. Um, I'm not thankful that a, a we lost a young man, but I am thankful in the fact that because of that young man, several came to know Christ as their Savior. I think that's what, 15, uh, 21, 22 people this week received Christ as their Savior as a result of the things that we do in this ministry and how we support those ministries. Just want you to, I want you to think about that. and I, I, we're, we're trying to come up with some visual that we can put up on stage and that you can kind of see what all's, how many people have come to know Christ and over these, these times and over especially these ministries that are into the public schools because um, it's easy to forget that we're doing that. And I want you to know the impact that you're having on this community for the cause of Christ. Well, how many of you all have good Thanksgiving memories? Yeah, I do too. Man, when I was a kid, we'd go to Gramps' house. And there was always, she would always made more food than anybody can handle. Everybody would come to her house, uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, great aunts, great uncle. I mean, it would there'd be a, just a whole bunch of people at her house in Sarasota. Kids, you know, we had the kids' tables that were put aside from everybody else, and the adults got to sit at the big table. And my grandmother would cook, and it would be amazing. There's always turkey and ham, and she made uh, oyster dressing. And uh, I didn't eat that, but I, I ate the other dressing. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I just, the kid, it just didn't sound right to me, so. Oh, y'all do know what I'm talking about when I say dressing? Well, there was one Thanksgiving when I first got married to Cynthia, and uh, we were in Orange Park, and we were putting it together. So, man, I need you to go to the store and get some dressing mix. She goes, what type? Italian? Thousand Island? You tell that she's from up north too. <laughs> Had some really good times. 
Thanksgiving. And you know, this is probably the most Christian holiday there is. I'll give you a verse this morning. If you open your Bible, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. I'm going to be all over the Bible this morning, but this is the verse I want you to really get a hold of. 1 Thessalonians 5, 18 says this. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. It doesn't say for everything. It says in everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of God, God in Christ Jesus concerning you. There's a story. Two old friends met each other on the street one day. One of them just looked so forlorn. He just, he was on the verge of tears. His friend asked him, what in the world has happened to you, my friend? Sad fellow said, well, let me tell you, three weeks ago my uncle died and left me $40,000. The other friend said, well, that's a lot of money. But, but, but you see, the, the sad guy said, two weeks ago a cousin I never even knew died and left me $85,000, free and clear. Sounds to me like you've been very blessed. You don't understand. Last week my great aunt passed away and I inherited almost a quarter of a million from her. Now the man's friend was really confused. Then why do you look so glum? This week, nothing. <laughs> isn't, isn't that how we act though? I mean, there's the problem. We get so used to receiving blessings on a regular basis and, and it just we just come to expect it. It's just a natural tendency. We receive a gift long enough, we just... It, we, it becomes an entitlement. And we get hurt, we get angry, we get all bent out of shape when it doesn't just always happen that way. See, the, the, the answer for us is to be grateful or gratitude. We need to make an effort to, to recognize the blessings that, we're, that we've really come to take for granted. We need to focus on what we have rather than what we don't have and see if it doesn't improve our attitudes. Gratitude is the, the feeling or the sentiment uh, it, excited by kindness, thanks that are expression of that sentiment. Luke chapter 6, there's uh, a story. Let me go there real quickly. I don't have my normal Bible I've been using. I left it at... Uh, as they were cleaning up after wildlife, somebody grabbed it. So I, I'm, this one's a little slower getting through. And a little bit smaller print, I notice. Hmm. I'm thankful I have a lot of Bibles, and I'm thankful for bifocals or progressive lenses. This is uh, the Beatitudes. This is on the Sermon of the Mount, and he's given the, the Beatitudes, and uh, we are to be thankful for all that God gives us. And uh, I lost that passage. Let me just go on. There's a whole, read uh, Luke chapter 6 and you'll find that over and over we are to be thankful for all the things that we have. We have great, great supply. God says he, he, he provides for the birds, Right? So how much more is he going to provide for us? He shelters the animals. 
how much more will he take care of us? He clothes the, the, the fields with beautiful flowers. You look at my yard today, it's got all these little white flowers. It's all over my yard. It's beautiful. I know they're weeds. <laughs> I'm thankful for my yard. It looks beautiful with all those white flowers. Now, tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to mow those white flowers down, and uh, it'll look, well, kind of green again. We have so much that we need to be grateful for. 1 Corinthians 15 says that we are to be thankful. Uh, thanks be to God who give us the victory. Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift, 2 Corinthians 9. Uh, in Acts 27, it says that Paul, on, when they're in that storm and the ship's going all over and, and he's just announced that everybody's going to be okay and it's time to eat, it says that he took bread and gave thanks. Thanksgiving is that act of remembering or rendering thanks or expressing gratitude for favors or merits. And, you know, as a believer, we must really, we need to thank God for everything. We need to give thanks in all things. I want you to notice, giving thanks is an act of worship. But we'll go to the first point. It's the will of God. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks. It's really difficult to give thanks the loss of a young man. But in the results of the loss of a young man, many are going to heaven. I was thinking through this week when this happened, what got me involved in wildlife at... Uh, Port Charlotte Middle was the fact that a young man had, two years ago, had been hit by a car, hit and run on Sheehan, and passed. And I was working with, with uh, uh, the high school side of it, and, and they had stopped at the middle school because they didn't have anybody to work it. Yeah, I'll go work. And then just think, two years later, another young man passes. This summer, as we were going out to Boca Grande to have a great time, we got there, it didn't turn out to be such a great time. A young man, that uh, football player at Port Charlotte High, one of the kids that were painted our, our playground, got caught, sucked down, and drowned. Through that, though, many, many people came to know Christ. Many people who knew Christ made their lives right again. You see, as God does things and allows things in our world, even though we don't understand it, we are to give thanks in those things. In everything, give thanks. The reason is that it all things work together for good to them that love God. Therefore, everything that happens may be a subject of gratitude and thankfulness. While we live to God, prosperity and adversity will be equally helpful to you. I don't know about you, but I learn a whole lot more through difficult times than I do good times. I wish I was smart enough to learn in good times and have more good times. But God only teaches me, it seems like that, that the biggest lessons I've learned have been to the, the darkest and most difficult times. So as I go back and I look at my life and I look at the things that are going on, even though I don't like it, 
I can give thanks because I know God's working in it. It's God's will that we be thankful in everything. It is the will of God that we should ever be in the spirit of prayer and that we should profit by every occurrence in life and, and, and be continually grateful and obedient for gratitude and, and obedience are, are, are they're inseparably connected. Hebrews 13, 15 says this, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanksgiving to his name. You see, it's God's will that we be thankful, that we thank him for in all things. But number two, giving thanks is an act of worship. I'll give you some Old Testament scriptures here to kind of illustrate that. Excuse me. And Hezekiah, Second Chronicles thirty-one two, and Hezekiah appointed the courses of the priest and the Levites after their courses, every man according to his service. The priest and the Levites for burnt offerings and for peace offerings to minister and to give thanks and to praise the gates of the tents of the Lord. Ezra says Ezra three eleven, and they sang together by course and praising and giving thanks unto the Lord. Because he is good, for his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Psalm 30, verse 4. Sing unto the Lord, all ye saints, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Oh, it's an act of worship. We come and we sing songs here. And that's part of the worship. And we're worshiping through the study of his word. And we... But we should always be thankful because that's where worship really comes in. Think about the Old Testament and the, the, the children of Israel as they wandered all over the place. They were the biggest bunch of gripers and complainers ever. Kind of like a Baptist church. <laughs> oh man, they gripe, they get something good and they gripe about it. They get manna from heaven. We don't have any meat. Well, they had meat, they had animals with it, but they didn't, they didn't want just the manna, so they got quail. They ate quail and got sick and decided that wasn't good. They'd go, Muslims gets them out of slavery, and they'd rather go back to slavery, and, you know, they just grumbled and griped all the time. As God provided miraculously, and they could see it, they didn't worship him, they grumbled. You see, when we give thanks, we are worshiping God. And gratitude does some things to us. Thankfulness and as we worship God does some things. It, it keeps us continually aware that the Lord is close by. You know, when we are thanking God in all things and, and for the things that are going on in our lives, we realize He's close to us. I need Him close to me. And you know, we I know we, we say things, we get churchy sometimes and we say things like, Oh God, meet with us today. Do you realize he's meeting with us? He's, the Bible says the Holy Spirit lives within us, right? Those of you who are believers, he's with us. He is always present. I think maybe the prayer should be, God, help us to realize you're with us today. Thankfulness motivates us to, to look for his purpose in our circumstance. God, what are you going to do with this? How, how can I be a blessing in this? What can I do? How can I help? I was at Sam's Thursday morning, early, 
uh, picking up some some coffee and different things that we needed here. And I got a text from uh, of this lady who started telling me, she says, well, listen, John hasn't got a hold of you. John is the, the uh, uh, principal at Port Charlotte Middle. He probably hasn't got a hold of you yet. I want to give you a heads up. This is what's going on. Staff doesn't even know that this young man's passed yet, and, and things are really difficult. Please be praying for them. And I know you're going in for wildlife today, and, and maybe you could help those kids. And immediately we've got a bunch of books from CEF that it answers why you go through these difficult things. It's something to, to try to comfort. We came in prepared. I called the other leaders of, of wildlife and, and said, listen, um, we, this is what's going on. First of all, we need to be in prayer. Prayer for the family, prayer for the school, pray for these kids. We need to be ready to do club, but we also need to be ready to counsel and to give them a hope. We need to be thankful. It, it motivates us to look for a purpose in our circumstances. Our purpose was to share the gospel with these kids and to help them get through it. And we were thankful that God would entrust us to do so. Thanksgiving helps bring our will into submission to God. It reminds us of our continual dependence upon the Lord. <laughs> I tell you, the, the, more, the longer I live and the more I do, the more I realize I can't do anything. I need God every step of the way. And when I just depend on Him, boy, things are so much easier for me to deal with. I just figured out it's not my responsibility, it's His. I just need to follow what he says to do. I have a dependence upon him. Thankfulness is an essential ingredient of joy. <laughs> Look back at that guy. He got all that money and he was miserable because he wanted more. He had no joy. If I had all that, if I had all that money, I'd be joyful. I'd buy me a boat. Not a big boat, just a little bass boat that I can tow behind that old car of mine. Well, I might buy an old pickup truck to go with the bass boat, but and then I give all the rest of the money away. I don't know, Cynthia might want something out of that deal, but no, we can have joy. When we're thankful, we can have joy. Man. Our grateful attitude strengthens our witness to unbelievers. I think one of the ter most terrible things is, as believers, we walk around too often with sad faces, sad countenance, grumbling and mumbling, and bumbling through life. What type of testimony is that to others who, who, who don't know Christ? I don't know. Do you want to go? Why don't you come to church with us? It'll be a blessing. I don't know if that's going to be a blessing or not. You know, we should be joyful. We have so much going on. When we're thankful, that joy will show out and unbelievers will believe what we tell them. Man, you ought to, knowing Jesus is the most wonderful thing in the world, you ought to see what he does in our life. Oh, no. Well, not if you're grumbling and griping. Thanking God focuses our attention on him rather than our circumstances. Look, we have a. It, it's real easy just to get kind of tunnel vision on all the stuff, problems going on around us. Uh, just watch the news. Well, wait a minute, there is no news. I put on the news this morning, national thing, 
for 10 minutes and there was no news. It was just, they just kept going over the stuff that everybody already knew. I want to know what's going on in the world. No, they're not going to tell me. Focus on thanksgiving on what God and, and not on the circumstances. Gratitude gives us an eternal perspective. We start seeing things from God's point of view, which is wisdom. When we're wearied by our circumstances, circumstances, thanksgiving energizes us. Gratitude transforms anxiety into peace, which passes all understanding. It's an act of worship. Not only is it an act of worship, but giving thanks focuses all the glory on God. First Corinthians, or First Chronicles 16, verses 7 to 10. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren, giving thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works, glory ye in his holy name, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Whether therefore you eat or you drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Wednesday, we're doing Thanksgiving Wednesday. I'm going to eat and it's going to be to the glory of God. I'm going to cook and it's going to be to the glory of God. And hopefully for all those who come to my house to eat that day. We have to do that earlier. My son-in-law has to work on Thursday. And so they're coming over and we're going to do Thanksgiving on Wednesday. That means Thursday I can just sit back and watch football and well, probably not watch football. I'll go out and mess around in the yard and do some fun stuff and I don't have to worry about anything. Or I can be one of those miserable people and go shopping on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> That's next week's message, folks. It's, I, I got a couple messages on, uh, on, on generosity and on not spending all your money on frivolous things like boats. <laughs> 1 Peter 4.16 If yet any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Listen, when we give thanks, everything is focused on God. So we must give thanks in all things to God. How do we do that? We just say thank you? That seems a little shallow, doesn't it? Let me give you a couple things. First thing, if we're going to give thanks to God in all things, we have to sacrifice our pride. We have to sacrifice our pride. Psalm 116, verse 17. I will offer thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 14, we see the story of how Lucifer or Satan fell from heaven. And what was it that caused him to fall? was his pride. It lifted him up. And see, if we are going to be thankful, if we are going to be grateful for all that God does, we have to sacrifice our, our pride. It can't be about us. Philippians 4, 6. Well, you know, when you sacrifice your pride, you acknowledge God as the one who provides. Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing. Don't, that means don't worry about everything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. It goes on in that, in that passage to tell you that you'll get the peace of God when you're thankful and you just let him know what you need. You see, you put aside your pride. 
It's not about you and you acknowledge Him and you lift Him up in thanksgiving. Hard to be thankful when it's about you, isn't it? Hard to be thankful. We need to sacrifice our pride. Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Matthew 6, verses 31. Kind of parallels that Luke 6 that I talked about, but here we go. Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought of the things itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Seek God first. Sacrifice your pride. I wish some of some of our I wish some of the folks in this world would 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 understand their pride is just causing wrecking this world. It's wrecking this world. It I love football. I don't watch much NFL anymore because it's just they took all the joy out of NFL football with when they inserted politics. I'm watching very little college football because my favorite team's not doing too well this year. Though my second favorite team is undefeated. Yep, Miami Hurricanes, undefeated. That's amazing. It's been a long time since they've done it. And they're not acting like the criminals they used to be. I'm really thankful they have a godly coach. Mark Rick, great guy. Graduate of University of Miami. Worked at Florida State as offensive coordinator under Bobby Bowden, and that's where he got saved. Coached in Georgia. I'm glad he's back in Miami. He's turning that program around. So I got a lot to be thankful for there. And where was I going? I lost that, didn't I? Sacrifice and pride. Sacrifice. You watch the football games. It's a show. I never. I, I, it just amazes me how much someone who does their job celebrates their just doing what they're supposed to do. I know you do something amazing, you can celebrate that, but when you do what you're supposed to do and celebrate and don't go crazy, you're just drawing attention to yourself. And when we draw attention to ourselves for the things that we need to do, we become dependent upon ourselves and we cannot be thankful for what God does for us. Colossians 1 verses 16 to 19. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether there be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. You see, when we start sacrificing our pride, we go ahead and lift up God. We lift up Jesus to where his proper position is. He is the head of all things. He's the creator of all things. He is the glorious God. It's not about us. It's not how great I am. Wow, I definitely fall short of that. It's about him. As we sacrifice our pride, it's not so difficult to be thankful 
Philippians 4.13, most of y'all, a lot of y'all will know that verse. It says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Well, you take that out of context a lot of times. Paul's in jail and he's suffering all sorts of things and he just says, whatever shape I'm in, I can put up with it because Christ strengthens me to get through. He's putting Christ where he should be. He's sacrificing his pride. That's how we become thankful. We sacrifice our pride. And secondly, we become thankful. We're able to be thankful in all things when we follow the example of Jesus. Matthew 15, verse 36. And he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. Matthew 26, verse, starting at verse 26, says this. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is the blood of the New Testament in which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Jesus showed us how to be thankful. In all things. As he instituted the Lord's Supper, he knew that he had only hours left before he would break his body and shed his blood to redeem us. And he gave thanks. In all things. In one of the most horrible things. We call ourselves Christians. And yes, if we have trusted Christ as our Savior, we have gone from light, from dark to light, from death to life. And we are Christ-like. We will be very, very Christ-like when we are thankful in all things. Let's pray this morning. Father, as we come to a week of, we have a whole day set aside for Thanksgiving. Father, I, I pray that we will be thankful in all things, in all times. For Lord, we know it's your will. And Lord, that we will sacrifice our pride and follow the example of Jesus, our Savior. And give thanks in all things. Father, it's difficult. Lord, it's hard to understand the loss of, of Dylan. Lord, it affects so many kids, so many people. Yet, through it, we can be thankful that you have a hand in bringing people to you because of this. We can be thankful for the great memories of this young man who, who helped so many other kids and was so popular. 
Lord, as we go through this week, and, and the many tables are going to be different this year because of lost ones, may we be thankful for the time we have got to spend with our family. May we be thankful for all the provision you've given us. May we be thankful in everything, in every circumstance, giving you glory, depending on you. Father, if there's one here that doesn't know you as Savior, I pray that this morning they'll allow one of us to open your word and to show them from Scripture how they can know for sure that heaven's their home. And Lord, I've, there's folks here who need to become part of this, this body of believers here to impact this, this world for your glory. May they come at this time. Lord, we just pray your will will be done. And Lord, we are thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's all stand. And if you would, uh, as we do our invitation time, I'm thankful we can have a time that we can come and, and do business with God. You can do it.